Hey guys, how you doing out there? This is the fifth episode of After the Checks Are Signed. I'm DJ. I'm Deb, your deputy treasurer. And DJ's I'm the treasurer. The treasurer, <laughs> yep. Uh, so we are here, like I said, doing our fifth episode. It's March 4th, 2020. Uh, just a disclaimer, we are here uh, acting as individuals. We don't rep represent the town of Wilton or any specific entity or person or place. Just us here sharing our ideas um, for the town of Wilton. Free speech. Yep, freedom of speech, that's what we're practicing here. So um, we are going to start with talking about uh, what's going on downtown this week. So uh, today is actually Wednesday. We usually do this on Tuesdays after we sign the checks. Yeah. Um, but we're here on Wednesday because right now the auditors for the town of Wilton are here closing the books for 2019. Digging into the books and the boxes. And the, bo so the boxes and are binders. in the room that we're usually in. Yep, so the room, the little offshoot room from the courtroom is where we usually are. Um, and now we are in the land use office. So we're just, we're traveling all over the place to record <laughs> yeah. this, aren't we? <laughs> uh, so they met with me yesterday uh, to talk about my role for 2019 um, as the treasurer of the town I do carry a lot of responsibility uh, so they asked some questions I gave them some answers provided them some reports and information some numbers um, and then they were pretty much done with me and said okay off with you uh, so then you and I actually sat down and we recorded uh, the first iteration of before the checks are signed yeah so we sure. had our first guest yeah. michelle dakota thank you so much for coming and spending time with deb and i we both learned a lot about ms4 and land use and why she does what she does so if you're interested in that you should check it out it's it's posted up right after this episode and we're calling it before the checks are signed so yeah. just kind of a quick little segment where we're going to start meeting people from town and uh learning about you know other people's involvement in the town because we only see as private citizens and as treasurer duties we only see kind of what comes at us so when we're yeah. at the select board meetings uh when we come in to do business for the town we might see some residents come through town hall and uh so you know it's cool to it can be very exciting at times yeah and it's cool to you know spend time learning about what other people do and why they do it so we brought michelle in and hopefully we're going to continue to bring more people in in the future uh, so the select board did meet this past Monday, so that would have been the second, and that was the first time in three weeks, right? Because mm -hmm. they last time we recorded, they had kind of a weird timing mm -hmm. with their meeting, and they met two weeks in a row. Vacation week. Vacation week. I actually went on vacation. I went down to Florida, just a short trip, visited family. The weather was uh, 75 or so every day. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and, and I guess it was warm here, too. We had that 60-degree day last Sunday that was pretty warm. Uh, but either way, so I was down in Florida, too, so nobody really missed much. But then we came back and jumped right back in it. So March is kind of a important time for, you know, the country, really. You think? Um, yeah, I mean, we have, you know, our local elections are happening this coming Tuesday. Uh, the tent so you can come down from eight to seven and cast your vote for select board uh, there's one seat available for the select board there's also stuff for planning board uh school boards um right in for sewer commission who is tim Mortweet. oh yes that's yeah. right tim Mortweet yeah. is going to be looking to be written in so make sure yeah. that you and actually on that it's a separate ballot but um our school board um that's the other contested race is with our school board the um, Wilton, there are two people running for school board in Wilton. 
So that that's when we vote for that. And then also the treasurer uh, is is up for re-election. Uh, so and as I understand it, there's no uh, buddy challenging the seat. So unless there's a write-in campaign, I, I think I might be the treasurer again. Yeah. And then hopefully that means that you'll be my deputy. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Awesome. <laughs> so get down here on Tuesday and vote. Also, uh, the school meeting is this coming Saturday. Yes which is March 7th. Um, Deb had asked me before we started recording if I was gonna be there. Unfortunately, I'm not. Are you gonna go? Yes, I am gonna be there. So, it, it's at nine o'clock at the high school, and this is, there is um, a 13 plus million dollar budget, and it's up over a million dollars, and that is before um, the, the teacher package stuff comes in. Mm. So. There are there's some huge questions there, sure. and I was at the school board meeting last night, and they were actually putting together their plan, their PowerPoint of how they're going to sell this. So um, I think we were you convinced with what you what you heard last night. Well, it it was definitely there was a lot of positivity talked about. Um, um, I am not convinced, but um, you know they get to they get to give their side of it too so sure yeah so um if i hope that everybody who can makes it down this saturday 9 a.m at the high school to cast your vote and hear the presentation and find out where why and when the money is going to be spent um and then just a recap right now the town pays monthly six hundred and thirty thousand dollars to the school uh, and if you divide that by all residents of the town of Wilton, it's like $165 a month for every resident. And that includes your two-year-old that you're holding in your hand listening to this right now, all the way up to your grandparents that live on Abbott Hill Road. Uh, so a lot of, lot of money going to the town, and it's a huge – I'm sorry, to the school. And it's a huge uh, tax burden uh, for us, the taxpayers. So it's important to go down and – you know, be heard at this meeting. Right. I can't. I'm so happy you're going to be there because I think you and I align on a lot of stuff. Yeah. So um, I'm glad that you're going to be there representing for me. But then, wait, wait, there's what? more. Okay. There's another meeting this, a week from Thursday. That's our town meeting. That's our town meeting. And we are trying to get more people than it have ever been there before because yeah. there's a big budget going on there too. Definitely. Yeah, we have a huge budget to run this little town. It's crazy. I mean, all the services that we provide to the residents, it's, it costs money for that stuff. That's it's, March 12th at 630. And it is at the Fres, which is the elementary school up in up in Wilton. And the moderator changed it to 630. It's yeah. always been seven. Yeah. So make sure you mark it down 630 this coming Thursday. Uh, so there's going to be the presentation of the budgets. There's going to be uh, all kinds of information for you. The voters guide is online uh, and also here downtown. If you'd like a print version, I think they'll probably be handing it out at the meeting yeah. as well. So you have something to follow along with. In addition to getting the voters guide, which kind of breaks everything down for you, all the warrant articles, what they do, why they're there. They're also We also have the 2019 town report. Mm -hmm. Uh, both of them are sitting in front of us right now, and I'm looking at this cover here. I feel like you had a big part in this. Oh, I am so excited <laughs> that um, um, being a part of Old Home Days, from my first Old Home Days this last year, 
um, the cover has got pictures from old home days. And, you know, we spent a lot of time, a lot of hours, a lot of years preparing for that. Mm -hmm. And the inside cover is an homage to um, the old home days. Oh, look, there you are. Committee. Yep, right there. Yep. And then, um, yeah, so there it is. It is a piece of memorabilia mm -hmm. that will be held in the historical rooms, actually. But everybody can get their own copy, come down. They're, they're all around town. But... Um, we're excited about that. Yeah, and then just a quick funny note on that is that at the select board meeting on Monday night, there's a picture in the bottom right corner of the town report, and nobody knows who the gentleman is. So if you're listening and that's you, you need to get in touch with us and give us your name so that we know that. But right now we're just affectionately calling him Guy with Rock. Guy with Rock. <laughs> bottom right. Yeah, it, it, and that's from Matt Fish, uh, Selectman. He, he's the one who dubbed the name. So... Anyways, not to poke fun, but if that's you, please let us know uh, that's you. So we'll that give you we, credit. Yeah, we'll give you credit. Uh, so also uh, at the select board meeting, uh, there was, uh, I got totally frozen there. Uh, the Carol from the recycling center came down uh, because they're looking to adjust their hours uh, at the recycling center, which would affect all the communities served. Uh, so I think what she was saying was that they have to work all weekend. Uh, and so, you know, when the rest of the working population has a regular weekend or a day off, like a Sunday for worship or a Sunday to have activities with family and friends, um, our, our recycling center employees are there working for the five towns tirelessly. Uh, so right now it looks like their hours, what, what does it say over there? Um, right now their hours are Saturday 9 to 4, nine to 4.45. Uh, those, the 45s are kind of strange. Sunday 8 to 11.45. Tuesday 7.30 to 4.45. Thursday 9 to 4.45. Closed Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And they were are looking at being closed on Sunday and Monday so they can have a two-day weekend. Yeah, so I mean, it's not unreasonable, and I, I guess a lot of towns around us do it that way too. A lot, I guess Greenfield, uh, they're closed on Sundays, and people just adjust. I mean, my my typical dump day is Tuesday. So it and it's not something that is it's not starting yet. Yeah. It wouldn't start until May, I mm -hmm. think she said. Um, um, so you know, you didn't hear it here first, you yeah. know, but we are just reporting and you'll have a say in it, so. Yeah, and so, and then she came up uh, right after I did um, because I was actually on the agenda too as the treasurer. Uh, so I came in and talked about the investments that have been earned by my activities for the town of Wilton. So all the money that's collected, the tax pay, the tax money that you're paying in, I'm using that to invest for the town and make money. Uh, so my first term, which is just about over here, um, and then, like I said, unopposed, so I'm probably going to have a second term. But my first term was really just kind of learning how to be a treasurer, what's involved, who's who, where are the things, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? So many expectations came flying at me. You can read a little bit more about it in the town report. I put a little narrative in there just so you can kind of understand a little bit about, you know, what the beginning was for me and how it worked. Uh, so after, you know, I kind of figured out the lay of the land and what to do um, around August, July 21st, I think was the first time. So right after tax collection happened in July, um, I took the money that we collected and then invested that into the New Hampshire pool is what it's called. So that money 
basically just earns interest for us. And then when we need it, I'm able to get it back within 24 hours to pay the bills. So it's not like we're going to be in a situation where, for example, if we put it in a CD account, which a lot of people, our listeners or yourself or myself might actually do, mm -hmm. but it ties the money up mm -hmm. and it's not really liquid. You can't really get to it quick enough. So I chose to do it into the pool and actually since August 1st, really, from August 1st to December 31st, it made the town about $19,000 in interest. And that was at a time um, that just with this, with all the stuff that's going on nationally and in the world, mm -hmm. those interest rates were down. Yeah, they steadily decreased. From the first time I put money in, the return on the investment was about 2.15%. And then as of this morning, it's like 1.58. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and then, you know, the, the Fed just cut rates again this past Tuesday due to the coronavirus mm -hmm. outbreak and the, the, you know, drastic drop, mm -hmm. which is actually the third worst drop in stock market history. Mm -hmm. The two that are worst are the 2008 financial crisis mm -hmm. and the Great Depression. Mm -hmm. Whoa. I mean, so we're talking, there's some really, you know, turbulent times on us right now. So the fact that I could return $19,000 to the taxpayers of Wilton is great. Um, and I think, so when I went in front of the board, I told them, you know, that that's how much we've earned last year in 2019. Just in those short months. Yep. In those, it was about five months. Um, but I think that this year, 2020, it's going to be more like forty or $50,000 that I can earn on the taxpayer dollars. So if I were your treasurer for five years, uh, I'm going to be able to make you a quarter of a million dollars, which wasn't happening before yeah. I took the seat. So I'm pretty proud about that. Um, I went in front of the board to kind of explain all of that to them, and they gave me the big thumbs up. Looked a little glassy maybe, you know, some of them maybe not as – uh, versed in financial talk as maybe I am and that's okay. I mean, I, I feel like I can explain things pretty well to people. So like I said, I'm a big business nerd and that's the kind of stuff that I like. So it's easy for me to put it into understandable terms. So that's what I did at the select board meeting. Yep. When I came back to the cool kids table, De Dev gave me the thumbs up, said, good job, good job. <laughs> and there were some other people who were there specifically to hear me talk, yeah. which I thought was cool. Um, yeah. That's a good That's a good indicator for me someday if I decide to run for selectman, yeah. you know, that that's a good indicator that people get out of bed and come see what I have to say. So yeah. that's pretty cool too. Um, so thank you all. Uh, you know who you are. Uh, the next thing that what happened was uh, Scott... Thompson, our interim fire chief, has moved. Uh, he went down south, mm -hmm. got a great job opportunity, doesn't like the cold. I mean, come on, what's wrong with the cold? It's New England, but apparently he's been there his whole life, um, and he knows he can always come back home, but he moved down south. So the fire chief position was vacant. So Which, which by law, by New Hampshire law, they have to have a fire chief in place. <clears throat> oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed that part. No yep. kidding. Yep. So right now, technically, until we get a fire chief, we're kind of in breach of state law. We have one. Who is it? Don Norse. Don Norse. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> I know I know he's listening because he always checks in. Don, thank you so much. I stood up, shook his hand, gave him, gave him a round of applause. Yeah. Definitely earns it. He's a great guy. Great guy. Um, he's my neighbor. We live only two doors away from each other. Um, really like Don Norse a lot. So I know you're listening, Don. Congratulations. Uh, he is our new interim fire chief. And I do hope that um, at town meeting when they present the full-time fire chief position to the taxpayers and if it passes through, I hope that Don gets a strong consideration for that job. I do too. Um, so once again, Don Norse is our interim fire chief. Uh, so some other chief news. 
uh, after the meeting uh, at, uh, on Monday night, I was reached out to by Steve DeRosiers, who is the ambulance chief. And it turns out that in a non-public meeting, he called me directly to let me know that the uh, select board has decided to restructure the ambulance department. So that's going to involve uh, no longer having a chief position and then having an admin run the ambulance service for all the towns that are served, including Wilton. I, that The department is still going to answer directly to the Wilton Select Board because we have controlling interest. Uh, but there's a big shakeup happening because to my knowledge, it's always been a chief that's run the ambulance department. Uh, and so... You know the the it's a big change um and it's interesting because it's right before town meeting it's right before we could potentially have a new select board mm -hmm. uh, because there is a contest contested seat for kermit mm -hmm. seat uh so i just feel like you know it's it's an interesting time uh, but you know whatever the choice is i do hope that there's no negative effects to the people who need the service mm -hmm. you know during this time of transition uh, hopefully, you know, the, the service continues to save lives and, and the employees of the Wilton Ambulance, Wilton Lyonborough Temple Ambulance, uh, that their jobs are secure mm -hmm. um, and they continue to get the support and training and, and, and what they need to do their job. Um, and, and that's what I hope for. Uh, so, you know, Steve DeRosiers, thank you very much for your service up mm -hmm. until this point. Um, and I appreciate you calling me and, and kind of giving me the skinny on it. Um, and I wish you luck in your future. I, they, apparently they offered him a job to stay on as a full-time paramedic. So I hope he considers that too, because he's, too. he's, you know, he's, he's a lifelong professional in that. Mm -hmm. uh, he's been an EMT and paramedic for a long time. So um, I support the ambulance department and I hope that they, you know, have a successful transition to the new organization. Mm -hmm. And hopefully the Wilson Select Board can give them the guidance that they need. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we'll see how that unfolds. I mean, the ambulance has kind of been a pretty contentious topic this whole year, 2019. Mm -hmm. um, we've spoken about it, gosh, at least three of our podcasts mm -hmm. we've talked about the ambulance yeah. department. Uh, so that is on the horizon. So we're going to have no longer a chief. It's going to be an administrator um, and I think they're going to take a lot of their direction or, or that individual is going to take their direction from the Wilton Select Board, the uh, town administrator, um, and we're going to see you know how it unfolds. Well and with these other communities involved with Lineborough Temple and Greenfield, yep. um, you know I hope that there was some communication with them um, in, in, in our Select Board deciding to do this yeah. you know and that's that that's that's just me wondering right. that with the timing of this. Yeah, and I mean, I think too, it's it's kind of, you know, Wilton is the controlling interest, so they don't really need to consult, I don't think. I mean, right now, those those communities are a customer. Um, and, you know, that might sound harsh, but it, it's, the, it's the brass tax of it, is that, you know, we're the ones, Wilton is the ones that are going to eventually hold the bag if this goes the wrong yeah. way. So we'll see. Well, that's local. That's local. Let's move. National. Nationally. So Super Tuesday was yesterday because it was Tuesday and Super. <laughs> so, so lots of uh, states were voting yesterday. 14. Yeah, the 14 of them, a lot of southeastern mm -hmm. states, which apparently all went to Joe Biden, like by a lot. 
I mean, the the other candidates weren't even really there, it seemed. I was very surprised. I was watching some news report this morning, too, that said that Biden wasn't even really campaigning in a, a couple of these yeah, states, yeah. you know, so he just got got gifted them, basically. Yeah. I heard on Saturday, on Saturday, when he won um, South Carolina, that they, that they, someone had, a reporter was in California and was going in to the one office that he had open and there was a padlock on the door so like that's how they felt he wasn't engaged in in california and and but then with i think with mayor pete and amy um putting their support behind him i mean things just lit up it's like how to organize a campaign overnight no you're you're right i think you know that support that he got from the other candidates was pretty timely and key to what happened yesterday um people are feeling the burn too it appears you know they're california vermont obviously um maine is still undecided as of this morning i saw they still haven't picked the winner but it's really close there. so was massachusetts did it was it bernie massachusetts I don't because it wasn't know. elizabeth i just i surprising i i just i i i can't believe that and you know massachusetts I, was joe biden nope. I, I i is anyone else just like gobstopped over that i mean it doesn't make sense yeah i mean she should have i mean because he he walked away with his state and bernie walked away with his but elizabeth warren i mean that's kind of a bad sign people aren't getting out of bed for her like they are for me no. and wilson no so. <laughs> <laughs> um so but yeah so big results yesterday it turns out that it's elizabeth, really if you can maybe you can come up here and run for treasure next tuesday right in campaign for right elizabeth warren. well hopefully not because i don't know if she's going to come down and do the job she's a little too big for for this i think uh, so, but big results yesterday. Turns out it's a two candidate race. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I didn't get any indication that anybody's going to take the nomination from Trump. Uh, so, I mean, in New Hampshire, you got like 90% of the Republican yeah. vote. So Republicans are happy with Trump. Uh, and, you know, it turns out he's going to be against Biden or Bernie. Which one of them you think has the best chance? I don't know. I would love to see the three of them on a debate stage. Mm. So maybe that'll happen before the the convention. Hey, let's have that here. Let's yeah. have that. Let's invite them, the three of them, as guests here on our podcast. Wow! Before the checks are signed, I would. I Somebody would be happy help for that. us with that. Yeah. So if you know Donald Trump or Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden, give them a call. Tell them to come visit yeah. us. Say we'll do it right here. They we, can pick the day. We uh, will. Will. We will we'll put him in. We'll put him up in the history rooms. I think. Yeah, that'd be a nice rooms. place. Yeah. But but just it would just be the five of us. Nobody else. Yeah. And they can have the floor. They can say whatever they yep. think is is important. Yeah. So that is basically the end of our fifth episode. So thank you so much for this five episodes in. I don't. I I'm amazed at how far we've come. Yeah. And we just did our first episode. Like I said, you can check that out as a different, different recording. Uh, so it's called before the checks are signed with Michelle Dakota. Uh, so, and then this is us on March 4th. Uh, we'll see you all at town meeting at school meeting. Okay. And just one more thing. What do we polls. always say? What yep. do we always say? We always say that there's no taxpayer dollars no. used in the production of this. I mean, we did 
We do have the office lights yeah. on, but we'll turn them off before we leave. We will. And I got this fancy new computer, you know. So, I mean, not, I'm, I'm not, still spending money not, on it. Yes, you are. <laughs> it's nice stuff. Yeah. Thank you, DJ. Yes, thank you, Deb. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, and please continue to do so. And we'll talk to you all soon. See you on voting day. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.